0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. How many buttons do you think we're getting pressed over at Facebook headquarters yesterday? All the buttons. (laughs) Everyone.
1: Why won't it work? (laughs) Control-Alt-Delete!
0: Yeah, uh, Facebook went down, Instagram went down. uh, People were freaking out. Am I the only person? I can't imagine I am that was kind of excited at the prospect that this might be something that, that... is
1: permanent? God, that would be amazing. It would be better for society.
0: There was rumors swirling around that some code or something got deleted in the servers, and they weren't going to be able to bring Facebook back online.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) Imagine it goes offline. The sun comes out. Everybody holds hands around the world. Birds are
0: chirping. (laughs)
1: The day's a little brighter. Smelly. I'd like to buy the world a Coke. <laughs> <laughs> People are just meeting on the street. Strangers kissing. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, no, it's back. It's mm. it's yeah, it's going and uh, and the Instagram feed is is back up. Uh, there was something I don't understand what the issue was. I don't really get it, but they're saying the reason Facebook went down. Whether this is true or not. They're saying the reason was the do- domain name system, which translates website names into IP addresses, had an issue, but they did figure it out. Hmm. Now, doors were locked, like employees' swipe cards weren't working, nobody could leave the really? building. Yeah. Hmm. It, it, was, uh, it was madness over there. Guess how much money Mark Zuckerberg lost from his uh, his personal fortune? A billion dollars. 7 billion dollars yesterday.
1: Well, did he lose it or did his stock like you don't lose it until you sell or did he legitimately lose that revenue? That's
0: how much his net worth decreased by yesterday. 7 uh-huh. billion. So 11:30 a.m. Eastern Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp all went down and Messenger. They didn't come back until around 4:30, and by four o'clock they'd lost nearly 60 million in revenue, 13 million per hour, and uh, Zuckerberg because of uh, the people's confidence in the product.
1: Hmm.
0: His net worth went down seven billion. Yeah,
1: I like that. But it, you know it's going to bounce back up. I don't feel so. Yeah, probably it took half an hour for it to rebound. Yeah,
0: totally. Right? Everyone, oh, give me my fix. Like, like. <laughs> share, share, validate, like. Validate. Validate me. <laughs> yeah, it uh, it would have been great if we were sitting here this morning. Hmm. And Facebook didn't exist. But the young people, man. At least I can remember a time without Facebook. The people in their in their sixteenth, seventeenth year on this planet,
1: they know nothing else. Yeah, I, I don't know if they would be able to adapt. Yeah, I think they're mostly on on Instagram now, but still, that's probably how they communicate. Like if, w- without text messages, they, I bet you they mostly connect through instagram do you
0: realize that you jeopardized the entire company do you realize that your actions could have permanently destroyed everything i've been working on we have been working on.
1: without money the site can't function okay let me tell you the difference between facebook and everybody else we don't crash ever if the servers are down for even a day our entire reputation is irreversibly destroyed
0: whoops i guess they do crash (laughs) happy birthday to jesse eisenberg by the way he's 38 years old you kind of forget that he's not mark zuckerberg eh Yeah, yeah. I just like both of them, though. But he was perfect in that movie. Mm -hmm. Big time. Um, Facebook went down, WhatsApp, and Instagram all crashed yesterday around 11.30 a.m. Weren't back up until close to 5 o'clock p.m., and the internet was in a tizzy. (laughs) Twitter got overloaded at one point yeah twitter had to put out an apology they're like we're not used to this many people being on here uh sorry if
1: things are slow for you <laughs> isn't it wild? people can't go four hours without joining some sort of social media conversation like they have to it's become such a habit
0: such a routine in people's lives it's almost like eating or breathing yeah at good. this point and uh And there was a rumor going around that Twitter was behind the crash of Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp to get that traffic over their way. Yeah. Hmm. Doesn't look like that's the case, though. Probably not. Some other conspiracies about why Facebook went down yesterday. Um, uh, there's, There's like the Q people, QAnon. They seem to think there's going to be like some reckoning where Donald Trump becomes president of the United States again. And there's like uh, like 10 signs or 10 days that they've been waiting for. And one of the things that is supposed to happen is like revelations, right? And one of the things that is supposed to happen is all the social media platforms go down. The four social media platforms of the apocalypse? <laughs> yeah. So there was a lot of excitement from, from the Q people yesterday thinking this was it. <laughs> it's starting, everybody. Let's go. Get the Kool-Aid and the white sneakers. Back
1: to the Capitol.
0: <laughs> it doesn't look like that's the case either. Um, and then there was speculation that somebody, a hacker, found like the the source code for Facebook and shut it down permanently because of a 60 Minutes interview that aired a couple weeks ago. There's a woman who left the company. And, uh, and went on 60 Minutes as a whistleblower to talk about why she left. And one of the reasons is the algorithm, the new algorithm that they came up with a couple years ago, she's not a fan of it. Here she is explaining on 60 Minutes exactly how it works.
2: You have your phone. You might see only 100 pieces of content if you sit and scroll out for you know, five minutes. But Facebook has thousands of options it could show you.
3: The algorithm picks from those options based on the kind of content you've engaged with the most in the past.
2: And one of the consequences of how Facebook is picking out that content today is that it is optimizing for content that gets engagement or reaction. But its own research is showing that content that is hateful, that is divisive, that is polarizing... It's easier to inspire people to anger than it is to other emotions.
3: Misinformation, angry content is enticing to people and keeps them on the platform.
2: Yes. Facebook has realized that if they change the algorithm to be safer, people will spend less time on the site, they'll click on less ads, they'll make less money.
0: We could have told you that it's easier to get angry people. To write letters, send emails, phone call, the radio station.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a pretty weak whistleblower. That that has been common knowledge for years and years. That's well, that was Facebook just part of the
0: works. interview, Jim. I encourage you to go and watch the the entire uh, segment from sixty minutes, and uh, and hear her talk about her experience there. But uh, yeah, the the users' experience is not priority number one. Shocker it's how many dollars the company is bringing in. So there was talk that maybe somebody who saw that some some underground internet black web hero found Facebook's source code, a free guy of sorts. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Facebook becomes became self-aware and fell in oh. love and decided to take itself down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it doesn't look like that's the reason Facebook was offline either. Mm. The, the reason the company has given, and you, you may want to take it with a grain of salt, they say it was the domain name system, which translates website names into IP addresses so they can be read by a computer. Hmm. I, sure, over I mean, my head, but yeah. sounds like something that could happen.
1: The, the simplest answer is usually true. I mean, uh, websites go down all the time. Facebook is so big. How could it not crash every once in a while? But it's back. Yeah. And I'm sure if you're like me,
0: there was a moment there where you were like, I could get used to this. <laughs> <laughs> Making eye contact with my family. <laughs> <laughs> Got some work done around the house. <laughs> yeah, getting chores done. Talking to the neighbors. Mm-hmm. I folded all the laundry. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. What's worse than getting your hopes up and then being let down? That's exactly what happened when I saw this headline, Jim. Yeah? You can now buy a fart pedal for your guitar. <laughs> Exciting, right? I, sure. I was, I was pumped. If you're not familiar with playing guitar, electric guitar, you see on stage, guys will have a foot pad in front of them where... They can hit switches or use a pedal and put different sound effects on the guitar, like the wah wah mm-hmm. wah wah wah, the wah wah pedal. You got the distortion pedals, that sort of thing. Well, somebody has inv- invented a fart pedal, and I was like, "Oh great! Here's a website. I, I found it. I was like, I can't wait to hear this thing. This will be <laughs> this will be a ton of fun. Let me just play it for you, and I'll get your thoughts." <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't fart to the tune yeah it, it yeah. just basically takes over and drowns out the guitar playing with rando fart noises
1: no i want each one to be in the successive note it's supposed to be right. in right <laughs> see it's not hard look <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was like just pushing one button and just a random one comes out no matter what you push kind of like your butt yeah you can you never you can it's always a gamble when you push
0: you don't know what what it's gonna sound like oh this should be good yeah
1: yeah I don't like it
0: some nirvana hardly even hilarious. I mean, it's still hilarious, but hardly.
1: G&R. Like, what's the point of buying that? You might as well just use the pin of your elbow and do that on stage. It's yeah. There's no use for this. Or rig
0: up a microphone behind you.
1: Get a little <laughs> lav mic down there on your belt.
0: <laughs> the creator says that he worked with... Um, an award-winning sound design company to make a tailored uh, sound, flatulent sound tailored specifically for a guitar amplifier, and tuned for the exceptional live or studio performance.
1: No, not good.
0: It would be it would be good to use as a gag, like if your bandmate swap out, disguise his pedal. And and put the fart pedal in its place. So yeah. mid show, he he's doing his things. He's switching over to do his big solo, and all it comes out
1: is fart <laughs> noises. Oh my god! Remember in grade eight when the kids would do a talent show? <laughs> you swap one of those, though. <laughs> yeah, like a whoopee <laughs> cushion.
0: There's a switch on the fart pedal. <laughs> you can alternate between wet or dry. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Great it's idea. A Great idea, mm-hmm. you know. I, I think you're on to something, but it is a uh, it is a poor execution, yep. as far as we're concerned.
1: Put it back in the Dutch oven for a few minutes.
0: There's a woman who is suing the insurance company Geico down in the states because she got a sexually transmitted disease while hooking up with a guy in his car. <laughs> So his car insurance should cover that, right? Well, she thinks so. She's demanding that she gets $1 million. Says she got HPV after getting it on with him in his 2014 Hyundai Genesis. (laughs) She says they didn't use protection, but she thinks Geico should pay because the guy has a policy with them. Geico has filed a lawsuit to have the whole thing dismissed because they do not want this precedent to be
1: set. Yeah.
0: Of course. Otherwise, everyone's just going to be giving each other STDs
1: on purpose to get (laughs) (laughs) big insurance claims. Is HPV worth a million bucks? For some, probably.
0: They say that the car insurance policy only covers injuries that happen out of the ownership, maintenance, or use of the car. They say this doesn't fit in that category, but
1: they were using the car. No, no. If you stab somebody in the back of a van while it's parked, that's, it's not the it's not the insurance company's fault. Oh, they someone, not ca- someone got stabbed in the back <laughs> of the car, well, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to make it worse <laughs> than HPV to try to bring it up a level, but uh, this is outrageous. Uh-huh. Uh, the judge
0: hasn't made
1: a ruling yet. Come
0: on. That's ridiculous. We'll be a free-for-all, man. If this happens, that poor Geico lizard. Oh boy. Gonna be down
1: on his luck. <laughs> that this sounds like a this sounds like a Seinfeld episode or something. Somebody's trying to, you know, win one over. Well listen, what about the, the hot coffee? It reminds me of the McDonald's hot coffee. Like
0: sometimes you can get lucky if you're the first one to sue. And then Geico obviously will go back and and update their policies to say sexually transmitted diseases are no longer covered if they lose this case.
1: No, the the, the product from McDonald's hurt the woman if she was having sex directly with sure, the car.
0: But but she spilt the coffee on herself.
1: But it was too hot. The car has no, the car is innocent, Taz. It did nothing. It was merely. But you, can't, you
0: can't sue again for that hot coffee thing because they now write on the side of the cup, hey, this coffee's hot, stupid. Yeah. Right? Sure. So I'm saying if you're the first one to come up with this a cockamamie idea or something that seems wild, you sue for it. There's a chance you could win, and then it's on Geico because they didn't word things properly in the in the policy to go back and revise it. For down the road, so this doesn't happen to them again. This lady, I, I there's a chance this lady can get a million dollars for getting an STD in the back of that guy's Hyundai.
1: It's just, it, I hope not. Like I, I feel like she is a victim to a certain extent, but not by Geico. This guy should be sued. Like he, Geico. I don't want to defend a large insurance company. It's the last thing I want to do. But he's at fault. I think Nobody he may else. be in on it.
0: this may be a scheme that the two of them launched together
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, let me give
0: you HPV and we'll sue Geico I've read the policy over and over there's nothing in there about STDs what if
1: it doesn't work (laughs) they just have HPV
0: and why don't we get you pregnant while we're at it we can get (laughs) Geico to pay child support (laughs) happy world teachers day to all the teachers out there listening in the Taz and Jim listening area Jim, you have a, a special teacher that stands out to you you'd like to give a shout-out to this morning?
1: Nope. Hated all of them. <laughs> and I'm sure the, fe- the feeling was very mutual. <laughs> <So> I'll <laughs> give a shout-out to a couple of teachers I like. Mr. Hade was my grade 7 and 8 teacher. He was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, Mrs. Dielstra was a high school teacher of mine, gym teacher and coach for volleyball. She was cool. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Simmons was my basketball coach. Now he's a principal, I think, in Exeter. Mrs. Luby, my aunt. Your aunt is, was your teacher? Uh, substitute teacher.
0: So, she, But she was, would be in the classroom. And would she reveal, like, full disclosure, everybody, I'm Jim's aunt, so
1: he's getting special treatment. No, I think I said. No, <laughs> I said, I cannot be wrong today.
0: Yeah, it's almost more pressure because you know your your
1: parents are going to find out about it, right? Oh, I've never been more well-behaved. Uh-huh. Still not well-behaved, but yeah.
0: What about you? Well, I'll give a shout-out to my, uh, my son's teachers, his kindergarten teachers. They do fantastic work. Thank you to them. Uh, I got to give a shout-out to two of my sisters, Allison and Jessica, who are both teachers. They tell me they work very hard, and I believe them. <laughs> Uh, who else? I, I've, I had, you know, there's, there's usually two or three teachers that just kind of stick with you for your life. And, uh, um, I, I, Mr. Legg was a great teacher. He was my law teacher, young guy in grade nine. And, uh, I was a bit of a smart aleck in class and he would, you could tell he was trying not to laugh, like he'd have to punish me, but I, I made him laugh. Mm-hmm. And later in life, I bumped into him and he told me, he said something very nice. And he's like, you know, not many kids. I, he goes, to this day, at the start of class, I say, um, if you're going to speak out in class, you better make me laugh. And there's only one student who was ever able to do that. <laughs> and he's on the radio now. So <laughs> uh, that was pretty cool. Um Mr. McDonald, who's no longer with us. He was a big influence on me. And uh, Pat Prue, who uh, also unfortunately passed away, but he was, he was my drama teacher, and it was something I didn't really want to do, but he saw something and encouraged me. He literally would follow me around at lunchtime. He'd track me down at lunchtime for about two weeks until I agreed to uh, go out for the school play. And you were the best damn tree in Sound of Music that year. <laughs> no he called me he called me um i had graduated he called me in the summertime he's like are you not coming back next year i'm like no i'm done high school's over uh, mr prue he's like ah oh. he goes I, I picked the musical thinking you were coming back you were gonna play cameron birdie and bye bye birdie <laughs> like, well if you told me that maybe i would have taken a victory lap yeah why not also uh my i had a teacher like who was your teacher you had two years in a row Mr. Hade, Mr. Hade, grade seven and, and grade eight. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I had a teacher in grade six, grade seven, and grade eight, and I am convinced to this day that they kept moving him um, because he was the only teacher that could put up with me at that age.
1: <laughs> Did he have some sort of special strategy or something, or he just well had thick skin? He, he was, yeah. He was, he was a. He had, he was young. He had energy, and
0: he, he didn't take any guff. <laughs> You know, and his name was Brett Babington. He might be listening right now to the show, actually. And uh, at the time, didn't get along. But, you know, you you look back as you're older and you're like, man, that guy could have given up on me very easily. And he didn't. So uh, Mr. B, give him a shout out this morning. All the teachers out there, you do good work. I know we give you a hard time occasionally here on the show, but we definitely respect what you do. And just remember, the littlest thing that you do today could stick with the children in that classroom for the rest of their lives. It's time for sports. Devin Peacock joins us from Global News Radio. Monday Night Football got a little bit of a late start last night, Dev.
3: Yeah, the uh, Chargers and the Raiders were delayed for about 30 minutes uh, last night. Uh, because of lightning strikes in the area. Uh, The Chargers Hollywood Park home has a roof over it, uh, but it was uh, delayed due to uh, lightning strikes. Now, SoFi Stadium is classified as open air due to the north side being open on the upper deck. So even though it has a dome, that's why they had to delay for 30 minutes. It was weird because uh, like John Gruden was saying, I've never had an indoor stadium with a lightning delay. And I think a lot of people could uh, be of the same opinion. It's just kind of bizarre for there to be delay when you have a dome.
0: Well, it's just kind of bizarre to build a dome, go to all the trouble of building a dome, and then leave one wall completely open,
1: (laughs) which defeats the purpose of the dome. Or just make those seats really cheap. (laughs) But if you get hit by lightning, it's still, you know, it's the risk you take for a $10
0: seat. you got to sign a waiver. It's L.A. It never rains. This will never be a problem. (laughs) Also, isn't lightning the Chargers symbol? You'd think they'd want to play during a lightning storm.
1: (laughs) That's their mascot. It powers them up.
3: (laughs) Well, I mean, hey, maybe they got some inspiration from it because they won, and they're now in a three-way tie from first uh, first place in the West.
0: Speaking of someone who may need a full dome... How about Urban Meyer, coach of the Jacksonville
3: Jaguars? I love this story. So uh, Urban Meyer is the head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars played Thursday night in uh, Cincinnati. And uh, Urban Meyer used to coach Ohio State. He's, uh, he won a uh, title with them. He's uh, a big guy. He's got his own steakhouse. In Ohio. So after the Jaguars played Thursday, the team flew back to Florida. He decided to stay in Ohio and uh, see his grandkids. However, he didn't see his grandkids for long because he eventually ended up at a restaurant where a video was captured showing him hanging out at the bar. And there was a very beautiful woman who is not his wife kind of grinding in his lap. So he was uh, speaking yesterday talking about how he's uh, sorry he's uh, a distraction for the team. He didn't really say he was sorry for, I mean, he's sorry for the distraction. It didn't seem he was really kind of sorry for uh, having uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> He looked like he was enjoying it at the time. It, it could have been worse. Like The picture that I saw, he was sitting down on a bar stool, and the girl was backing that thing up to him while he was sitting down. So he could have, I don't want to defend the guy, but he could have just been sitting there, and then a girl gets too close to him, and I think it'd be a different story if he was on the dance floor really going after it, but she kind of approached him, right? Well,
3: the way he described it was, they were all out for dinner, and then there was a group next to them, they wanted him to come over and take pictures, so he did, and then he said, they tried to pull me onto the dance floor, screwing around, I should have left, and he didn't, and so, I don't know, I mean... This is not the, the biggest scandal in the world. I just think it's kind of funny because you always have these college coaches who come to the NFL, and A, the Jaguars stink right now. They were expected to stink because they've got a rookie quarterback. The infrastructure isn't all that great. Uh, but um, this is just an added little layer of uh, difficulty for uh, Meyer, who I'm guessing is not going to last the five-year contract he signed with Jacksonville. He'll be there for maybe a year or two. And then I think he's going to realize that uh, he can't control the situation like he can in college. And he's going to get out of there and, go back to Ohio where uh, people apparently love him
0: quite a bit. I don't think he's going to be able to control the situation at home when his wife sees that video.
1: (laughs) That's what I'd be worried about. Bring home one of your guys on the D-line just to step in front of you. (laughs) 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 It's the Stonely Crop Championships.
0: It's a good thing that Facebook came back online yesterday. It really would have derailed our gardening contest that we've got going on right now, Jim.
1: Yeah, but a lot of these contestants have smoked so much weed they don't even remember they entered the contest. <laughs> so we would have got away with it. Go to the Taz and
0: Jim Facebook page. We've got the gallery of these big, beautiful plants pinned to the uh, the page. So it's it's the first thing you see when you go to the Taz and Jim Facebook page. And if you want to send your pictures, you can do it through Facebook or you can text message us, one 829 6546 That's 1-833-Taz and Jim. More entries rolling in this morning.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah, shout out to Adam Vincent, who's sending us pictures of his huge buds that are on the uh, plants. Some people are putting, I love what they're using to put up against the buds to show the size and you gotta love Canada because Chris from Cambridge just put a large Timmy's cup beside it so you can see how big it yeah. is. And he's like, that's not a medium cup, no. that's a
0: large Timmy's cup. Yeah, and the bud is bigger. It's it's crazy. Wow. And you could have got an XL. <laughs>
1: There's another guy, too, who just put uh, a super Canadian spin on his weed plants. Tristan, shout out to Tristan Hatfield, who uses uh, hockey sticks as a stand so that the weed grows around it. So instead of putting like a stick in there or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shout out to uh, Lincoln and Strafford, Courtney and Elmer, Doctor Douche in Waterloo, who I don't know if that's his legal <laughs> name. I, I'm not sure, but he looks like he's in the middle of the forest growing his plants. He'll cure what ails you, <laughs> Doctor Douche. I'm gonna need a doctor's note. Oh, here you go, Doctor Ladouche. <laughs> <laughs> but I also I have to give a shout out to Tristan again here. He's a hockey stick guy, but like it's crazy the different setups that people come up with. So he has a pulley system. Here's the comment on our Facebook page. I put my four plants on a pulley system above my pergola on my deck. When pulled out to the end of the pergola, the sun would crest over the roof and provide early morning rays. Pull them back to into water or provide late sun rays as the sun set behind the neighbor's roof. So you know you have like the pergola. He has them attached to ropes on there so they're sliding along like a trolley system (laughs) to get the most effective sun throughout the day that's commitment to the cause gotta love that
0: Red Hot Chili Peppers if you haven't seen the video they made to announce that they're going out on a world tour you should check it out on the Chili Peppers website yeah we're gonna we're gonna do a tour starting
1: in June 2022 uh (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> very reminiscent of uh anchorman the will ferrell movie it's a fake newscast oh okay and most of the band dressed up in in costume as funny characters except for john
1: you can tell he was like no i'm not doing that <laughs> did you say anchorman because chad smith the drummer looks so much like will ferrell
0: yeah he does look like uh, and he's the best in it too like his character's hilarious. You got to watch it. It's, it's on the Chili Peppers website. So they've announced there is going to be a world tour, but if you go to the tour section on the website, no dates yet. There's a chance they could be coming down this week. We'll let you know as soon as we hear, and you can bet your bottom dollar that uh, if there's a show near or in the Taz and Jim listening area, we will have some tickets to give away to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers here on the program. I had a, uh, a red-hot chili pepper incident at the Taz house yesterday. An incident? An incident. I'm in the backyard. My son, Grayson, comes around the corner. He's like, Daddy, do you want to try this? I washed it and everything. And in his hand, he's holding uh, a red pepper. Little red pepper that was picked from the garden, apparently. Uh, my wife is the gardener in the family. I don't pay attention to what's going on over there at all, but you know, I've been eating the kale and um, the beans that have been coming out of the garden all summer. I didn't know she had planted red peppers. Grayson's like, do you want to try this, Daddy, and see if it's a, a really hot pepper? And I said, sure, buddy. So I took a bite, just a little tip, the end of the pepper. Mm, no, not hot at all. He's like, oh, okay. And then he grabs it and he takes a bite, like half of the thing. <laughs> Starts screaming bloody murder. Oh, boy. Daddy, you told me it wasn't hot. I'm like, it's not hot, buddy. I just took a bite. So I take a bite of the rest of the thing. My mouth is now on fire. Like it was super hot. Huh. I guess <laughs> it's the seeds. And like the little if you just bite the little tip, the it's little not the dry end. Yeah, it's not the hot part. <laughs> <laughs> so like, Grayson's holding his mouth, he's running around screaming. My wife springs up from inside. She comes out. She thought he had fallen on his face and he was bleeding or something because he was holding the, the front of his face. So he ran inside. He downed two of those little yogurt yop yogurt things. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Uh and then we had to pour him a glass of milk cuz he was still on fire. Like oh. it really got in between the teeth and the gums. It was <laughs> It was a hot pepper and he just I don't think he'll ever trust me again. <laughs> That's the worst part of the whole ordeal because Daddy told him the pepper isn't hot. Wow. He crunches in. And then drama erupted. Chili
1: peppers are tearing this family apart.
0: (laughs) That would be a great name for Jeff Bezos' rocket ship, the Space Hog. (laughs) That's what it looked like. (laughs) And it's been confirmed William Shatner tweeting out that yes, indeed, he is going to be going to space officially. She packed my bags.
2: Last night, pre flight. 0 hour 9 a.m.
0: And I'm going to be high as a kite by then.
2: <laughs> oh, I miss the earth so much. <laughs>
0: I can't believe this is it a real right.
1: fake. I kinda love it.
0: <laughs> the fact that he's smoking a dart while doing it too on live television. Oh man. The 70s were a different time, oh, eh? Such a ruffled shirt on. William Shatner is gonna be a rocket man. He tweeted out yesterday, I can finally share some something. Yes, it's true. And I think it's gonna be a long, long time. I will be a rocket man. 90 years old, and he's going to space. And many people uh, are replying to his tweet saying how cool it is to see a guy who played the captain of the Starship Enterprise so many years ago actually go up into outer space in his
1: lifetime. It's amazing. It really is. It is remarkable, isn't it? Yeah, it's so cool. Especially he's Canadian. You know, I, I love it that he's going to space. Uh, he. <laughs> He's 90 years old.
0: He's got to be the most active 90-year-old on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't this. follow him. Maybe I should. You should. He's, he's on there all day. He seems like he's replying to everybody, haters, people congratulating him. And, and he seems so with it. I mean, we saw him at a comic convention a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. He doesn't look like he's 90.
1: Yeah, no, he's hanging in there. He's hanging in there. And he hosted his own like uh, Q and A with the audience, and he's like, you know, you can you can lose your mental capacity a little bit when you get older, but he was on the ball, funny, remembered all his stories, remembered all the details. He's uh, he's got it going on still. Yeah, and he's going to outer space. William Shatner will be boarding the Space Hog <laughs> to the stars. <laughs> yeah, why they should have called it the that instead of the USS Enterprise, the Space Hog. <laughs>
0: captain's log <laughs> from the bridge of the space hog good luck to our pal Bill up there in the stars thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast if you want to listen to us the old fashioned way live on the radio you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 530 until 930 or subscribe keep downloading the podcast And we'll keep talking.